What a mess in Arizona. Your Locked On Capitals, your daily podcast on the Washington Capitals. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome into this edition of Locked On Capitals. I'm so glad you decided to join me today. As always, this podcast is free and available on all the major platforms, including the SiriusXM app and on YouTube. And I want to thank you for making this your first listen each and every day. My name is Dan Holmey. You can find me on Twitter. It's at DanCaps218. You can find the show on Twitter. It's at LockedOnCaps. And the best way that you can help grow the show is to subscribe to Locked On Capitals on YouTube and comment anything down below. I would love to talk Capitals hockey with you one-on-one, and we can do that on subtext. Just check the show description for more details. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LockedOnNHL for $20 off your first purchase. So in this edition of Locked On Capitals, we talk about the absolute disgrace uh, that happened in Arizona last night. What happened? We'll talk about that in the show. A little bit later, we talk about how the Capitals need this top six scoring forward, but there's no options, there's no trade options. But I think they have plenty of scoring options down in Hershey, Who are those players I'm thinking of? We'll talk about that. And then to close out the show, we will talk about how Leonard and Chesley were selected for the preliminary round of the World Junior Championship. But just to get it going here, wow, I did not see that coming. And, you know, I kind of knew uh, from a distance that this was going to be a tough game because this is not the Coyotes team that we remember historically the last handful of years. This is actually a pretty good team. And why are they a pretty good team is that they've drafted well, uh, they've made some good selection, they've uh, made some good trades, and ultimately, this team that plays in Mullet Arena, it's on a college campus, only holds 5,000 fans, really took it to the Capitals last night. What was it all about? Darcy Kemper getting chased out of the net. What a debacle. Uh, What a mess. We hope... Uh, that that is the end of that for quite some time. The the Capitals wrapped up a five-game in eight days Western swing with a six-to-nothing loss. The Caps finished the road trip 2-3-0. and And then, of course, we know next the Capitals take on the Dallas Stars on Thursday. We are hoping that it is going to be an about face. It was a bumpy ride. Make no mistake about it. Uh, there were the highs when they took down the Kings. They took down the Ducks. Uh, the lows were when they lost to Vegas. They lost uh, to the Coyotes. So, um, And then, you know, to start it all off, even in Edmonton with a loss, it was it's an up and down, an inconsistent team, I guess is what I'm going to try to say. The Caps surrendered five goals on 10 shots to the Coyotes in the first 20 minutes of the game. I could not believe the game that I was watching. And a lot of people are going to say, well, it was Darcy Kemper's fault, and I'm not going to shield him from a lot of those. A lot of those shots, I would say, uh, and those goals uh, that were allowed were on him. Uh, And the, the commentators mentioned it as much. But some of them, it was just 
the defense breaking down. John Carlson, who is one of the best defensemen in the National Hockey League, coughing up a puck. Uh, it was a tough game to watch, and I think they really took it to the Capitals, and I don't think they were really uh, prepared for it. So how bad was this game? The last time the Caps surrendered five goals in a single period was six years ago, January 16th, 2017. So what's my thought on this is to learn a few things, what went wrong, and then to take all that video footage and drag it into the recycle bin and never look at it again because I don't think there's anything good that can come from it. Uh, there's one thing I know is that this was a game that Evgeny Kuznetsov was scratched and, you know, that that was going to really show a lesson. Uh, I think Kuzi is kind of the guy that's getting a little bit of the last laugh as even with him out of the lineup, that was a horrible, horrible game. The loss marked the fifth time in 22 games the Capitals have been shut out this season. The Coyotes just beat the last five Stanley Cup winners in a row. Uh, taking a look, uh, talking about it here. Amazing. Connor Ingram has been brilliant, says Jeff Merrick. Um, it was just, uh, it was, was unexpected. I knew, like I said, that the Coyotes were going to be better uh, than we have remembered in years past, but it was rough. You know, you take a look, like I said, at Darcy Kemper getting chased out of the net, him throwing his stick in disgust. Um, it has to change, and Charlie Lindgren mentioned it as well, is that you hate to get, as a backup goalie, who's ever backing up in a particular game, you hate to get called into a game because one of two things happen. Either your team is losing horribly or the other goalie is injured. Uh, and in any event, it's not an ideal situation uh, because if you have any kind of rapport or you're any kind of friends with the other goalie on your team, you wish them nothing but the best. And it was rough uh, going for Darcy Kemper. Carberry then gave credit to the Coyote skill players during the game, which quickly led to things getting out of hand. It was a tough game, mostly for Darcy Kemper. The Coyotes had just three goals in five shots. Um, and uh, I don't know. It was just, I think that it kind of just pushed them back on their heels so far right away that they didn't even really expect it. Like, how do we turn this around when it is just this onslaught and we are getting outscored by such a large margin how do we get back into this? And I think that, you know, you saw a bit of resilience, you know, in the second period, but it ultimately wasn't enough. Uh, the damage had already been done. It was a tough game, mostly for Darcy Kemper. Uh, like I said, and we're hoping uh, that, uh, you know, that was just a blip on the radar. They did the goalie change. It was a move that Carbs made to stop the bleeding is what he said in quotes. Kemper was noticeably upset as he exited the game and broke his stick. Um... And I think that you're always frustrated. And, you know, Darcy Kemper is a guy that takes a lot of pride in his work behind, between the pipes, as he should. So it was tough. And I think that part of the frustration was some of it was frustration on his uh, inability to stop some of those uh, goals. And some of it was, guys, are you going to help me out out here? Because some of them were odd man breaks that, you know, some of the best goalies uh, out there ultimately I don't think could stop. Lingren was understandably uh, happy uh, that, uh, you know, th that he got the opportunity to go in and try to help his team, but, uh, you know, was upset by the fact that he had to get uh, called in. He said it's never fun to get called into a game like that. I think the biggest thing was a momentum change because Kemper got lit up. And that's the big thing. And oftentimes, even if a, you know, a goalie allows like two goals or three goals in short order, sometimes it's just a change 
to change momentum. Um, sometimes it kind of sends a message to the players in front of the goalie that, hey, we need to step it up here. Um, so the biggest thing here, too, is first one goes off Logan Cooley's skate for him. Uh, third one goes off Dowd Stick. Not much we can do there. They got all the momentum there. And that was a game of momentum that got out of control. Lengren, who has been sharp as of late, didn't fare much better. He gave up two more goals uh, in a 5 to nothing first period alone. Five goals in the first period. That is, that is not typical Capitals hockey. I would expect far more from them uh, as they play the Dallas Stars next. But again, I don't even want to dive into the game too much. It was that bad. The Caps have a homestand coming up and are hoping for better results. This is frustrating for this team that is searching for consistency. You know, riding a high one minute, we won two big games in a row, and then down goes the roller coaster. Down, down, down as they lose two huge games against the Coyotes and the Golden Knights. Again, it's about assessment. It's about what needs to get changed. That is the fodder for all the trade talk about trying to get that top six scoring forward um, you know, is that that going to be Max Patch ready? Maybe, maybe not. We don't know what kind of Max Patch ready. I know this is a guy that scored 30 goals six times in his life or in his career, but is he does he have any of that left in the tank or do they need to go outside the organization? Big wins against LA and Anaheim, then two big losses against Vegas and Arizona. So it was a tough, tough outing, all things considered. The Capitals scored only nine goals during the five-game road trip. Over the last six-game, Washington is 2-4 and four and has been shut out twice with just nine goals. Things have got to change. There are some you know, promising things on this team, and there are certain things that are causes of concern, and it's the big, glaring losses are the things that really kind of worry me the most. Not, you know, like, oh, we lost a game by goal, uh, but, you know, just getting your butt handed to you by the Arizona Coyotes was very, very difficult. Again, I think that, you know, what I would tell the Capitals is what went wrong, go over the film quickly, and then move on. There's no time to dwell on it because that's only going to take you down, down, down where you have that defeated feeling. And I think that ultimately that is not going to be something uh, that is going to, you know, help the Capitals out. It's not... Uh, a good idea to just dwell in negativity. You're best to just kind of like, okay, we're moving on. Let's get on to the next one. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about how we've said, and you know, it's been said by Brian McClellan that they need that top six scoring forward if they can't find one. And even if they can, do they have viable options down in Hershey? I'll talk about that coming up. to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater events near you with killer last minute deals all in prices views from your seat and their best price guarantee game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets and even more important now that we're coming up on the christmas season Budgets are tight. Why not take $20 off your first ticket purchase? It only makes sense to me. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets. Lowest prices. Guaranteed.
As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers Stay Hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Let me tell you something, guys. If you're watching a game and you're not that into it, put a little money on it. Open up the FanDuel app. It makes watching the game that much more exciting. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Don has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. So go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. All right, welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day. So scoring is something that the Capitals need. We know that. We knew that last summer. We knew that this team struggled in the goal scoring department. And that has been very, very apparent this year as this team has struggled to find the back of the net. So do they have viable options down in Hershey? So let's, there are a handful of players that come to mind for me that would be good options. Ethan Frank in 22 games played, 11 goals, 7 assists, ranks number 7 in goals in all of the AHL. Pierrick Dubay, uh, 10, in 10 goals, 4 assists, number 11 in the AHL. Not too bad for Dubay, 10 goals, 4 assists. Scarbosa, he leads, uh, he's near the top in the AHL in points. Scarbosa, and 4 goals, 18 assists, number 6 in the AHL. And Joe Snively, 7 goals, 12 assists, number 20 in all of the AHL in points. That is something. Now let's take a look at the Capitals. Who are the two players that lead the team in goals? Wilson and Strom, those are the leaders through this season so far, 22 games, eight goals. That is pretty bad. Uh, if you look at historically, you take a look at Alex Ovechkin, who we still don't know if he's injured. He's snake bitten at some point. Take a look at Ethan Frank, 11 goals. That would be an upgrade. Uh, Dubay, 10 goals. Um, and, you know, I know it's not an apples for apples comparison. One is in the AHL, one's in the NHL. But what I'm going to say is it is at least worth the opportunity to take a look at it. We know Joe Snively, he's familiar. He's had call-ups with the Capitals in the past. Garbosa is just a machine as far as points down in the AHL. I think it's time to try to shake things up a little bit. Things are not working. Uh, then you take a look at Kuznetsov, who was a scratch and benched the game before that. Ovechkin has just five goals in 22 games. And for the first time in his career, he is on pace to finish under 20 goals in a season. Where's the panic button? Is it start? Is it time to start pushing it for Alex Ovechkin? And if not now, when? Um, there is nothing that is explainable about his inability to score goals. What is going on with Alex Ovechkin? If there's some sort of injury, I think the fans deserve to know what is going on. That this guy that just is one of the greatest goal scorers number two in the NHL all time, by the way, 
is struggling to score goals. Just five goals in 22 games. Uh, RMNB posted this, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago or a week ago. They were talking about on this current uh, trajectory that Alex Ovechkin is on. If he continues to score at this pace, he's going to need a new contract to catch Wayne Gretzky. And what do we know about getting older? It doesn't come any easier the older you get. Something needs to change. I don't know if it's his the centers that play on his line, if it's Strom, if it's Kuznetsov, whatever the case, let's shake it up. Let's try a different center for him. See if we can jumpstart his scoring. I know that he is getting contributions in there as far as assists. Those are all great things, but he is a guy that is known um, for scoring goals, not assisting on goals. He is a goal scorer. He is a wing. He's not a center. He should be the one that is scoring goals. Another guy that I've been banging the drum for for a long time is Ivan Mirishnashenko, 2022 first-round pick. Um, he brings a lot to the game. He has great vision. He's a great playmaker. He's not afraid of dropping the gloves. What are we waiting for, Capitals fans? This is an organization that is known for letting their players marinate down in Hershey or down in Carolina with the Stingrays for far too long. Where, you know, we got to stop with the reluctance of just holding these players back. Then you take a look at Leonard, who's lighting it up at Boston College. I know that he's not a call up, but there is a lot of potential there that I think the Capitals aren't utilizing in house. I think that we need to stop saying we need to make this big trade for a guy outside the organization when we could look internally. Ethan Frank, Dubé, Scarboza, Snively, all viable options, not to mention even Mirishnashenko. Like I said, he's fast. He has a great shot and great vision when it comes to seeing plays and then makes them happen. So what is the reluctance about calling up Miroshnashenko? Uh, Miroshnashenko uh, said, according to Monumental, he's determined to get to Washington as quickly as possible. Miro is one of the few new faces. He's also a reason for the, se the early season success in 21 games. He has six goals and seven assists. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to go. If there is one guy in the Capitals organization, the Bears... Uh, that is, uh, which is a part of the Capitals organization, who's saying, put me in, coach. I'm going to break through every barrier in front of me and crush it. It is Mirshnyshenko. He has done that consistently, and I think that he is ready for his opportunity to shine. You know, he broke off his uh, KHL contract. He, When he got over his Hodgkin's lymphoma, hit the gym, put all the weight back on, put himself in peak condition. Mirshnashenko is definitely one of the guys I want to see on the big team this year. What are we waiting for? Like I said, he's not afraid uh, to be physical, most notably on October 29th against the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. Taylor Fadoon, he got roughed up against the board. He dropped the gloves and challenged the Penguins captain, who is 16 years his elder, he was not afraid to mix it up. So that is what I think the Capitals need. They need more of a youth infusion. What is the reluctance? Everything thus far with the youth has gone very well. Uh, you take a look at Connor McMichael playing very well. Beck Malenstein playing very well. Hendricks LaPierre, for the most part, playing well. And then you take a look at the call-ups that have had to fill in on the blue line. The reluctance to get younger needs to stop this year. This team is struggling. They just got their butts handed to them 
What are we waiting for? Let's make a big call up. Let's get something done. You know, are we going to wait till we're sitting at the bottom of the Metro division to say, hey, we need to make a change here. Things aren't working. The time to do that is now. I think we have the players in-house in Hershey. Let's get it done. Brian McClellan, if you're hearing this, let's get it done. Um, I think that, uh, you know, if they can find a, a player outside the organization that's going to help bolster them where they don't have to, you know, totally deplete their prospect pool and, and the players down in Hershey and uh, Carolina, then uh, then let's get it done. But I don't want to be a situation where we're, you know, we traded Connor McMichael and Hendrick Slop here for this guy that's meh. No. Um, solid upgrades. Otherwise, before we do that, I would like to see what we have in-house uh, before we start, you know, mortgaging the farm for a future that is never the right idea. So that's my thing. If I, if Brian McClellan or anyone's listening, let's see what we have down in Hershey. Let's give them a shot. What are we waiting for? We get, we ride the high with two wins and then bam, right back down to reality when they drop two big games. That needs to change. All right, so coming up here after the break, we will talk about Leonard and Chesley being selected in the preliminary round for the World Junior Championships. Quite a, an honor for those two. We'll talk about it coming up. Drafting your fantasy team, do you ever wish you could do the same thing with your business team? If you're building a roster, you need to win the league. You need Indeed. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple job sites looking for candidates with the right skills when you can do it all with Indeed. Find top talent fast with Indeed's suite of powerful hiring tools like Indeed Instant Match, assessments, and virtual interviews. Why, why make your job any that much more difficult when you're hiring? You need Indeed. So Indeed knows what growing businesses need. You have to make every dollar count. That's why you need Indeed. You only pay for quality applicants that match or must-have requirements. Indeed knows hiring needs to be cost-effective when you're running your own business. Indeed knows that when you're doing everything for your company, you can't afford to overspend on hiring. So just go to indeed.com slash locked on. That's indeed.com slash locked on. One more time, indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need indeed. Welcome back into this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So if there's one player I hear a fair a bit amount about is uh, Ryan Leonard. When is it going to be his opportunity on the Capitals? As we know, he is lighting it up for Boston College, and he's one of the two players in the Capitals organization thus far that have been selected in the preliminary round for the World Junior Championships when are we going to get a look at him? Is it going to be a year from now? Is it going to be a few years from now? If you listened in the previous segment, we were talking about goal scoring players on this team. I definitely think that Leonard would help in that pursuit. Um, but when will he ultimately be ready to go? Ryan Leonard and Ryan Chesley named to the team's USA's preliminary 2024 World Junior Championships roster. Ryan Leonard and 2022 second round draft selection Ryan Chesley have both been chosen to participate in the team's USA selection camp for the 2024 tournament. What a tip of the hat. What an accomplishment. 
uh, for the two of those players. And uh, ultimately, they deserved it. They have played so well for the Capitals. The last time the Caps had multiple prospects representing the USA at the World Junior Championship was at the 2014 tournament. So that has been some time. So what do we know? Why was Leonard selected? Ryan Leonard has been playing huge for Boston College. Got off to a slow start, but has absolutely slayed it the rest of the way. I think Caps fans hope to see him on the big team sooner than later. Again, I hear that all the time. Twitter, I hear it on YouTube. When? Why? Let's get him here tomorrow. Um, I don't think it's going to be that easy. Leonard is only a freshman and rarely do prospects only play one year in college, but stranger things have happened. I don't want to say I know that for sure, for sure, he's not going to be here next season. I'm just saying that if you look historically, it's unlikely. Improbable, not impossible. Uh, He had a nine-game point streak, 16 total NCAA games. Leonard has amassed 17 points, 10 goals, Seven assists. Not too bad uh, if you take a look at it. He is one heck of a player. In 2022-23, he played in the U18 tournament. He had 17 points, eight goals, and nine assists and scored the overtime gold medal winner against Sweden, writes RMNB. That is quite quite a big thing for him, isn't it? That uh, just lighting it up. And I, I do think that he is going to be just what the doctor ordered for the Capitals, if it's going to be next season or the season after, we're going to talk back, wow, how much better this team is. Well, I mean, let's just take a look at it. It is the twilight uh, years for a, a few players on the Capitals. Alex Ovechkin, TJ Oshie, John Carlson. They're on the back nine of their careers. You know, like I talked about earlier in the season, Nick Baxter, one of the first one from the Rock the Red era there uh, to peel off and kind of pretty much go into retirement. So embracing the youth, I think, is important uh, for the Capitals um, just to show improvement. Age is coming into focus. This team is slow. They're getting outworked by younger teams. They just need to find a way to turn it around. Uh, again, of course, if we remember about Chesley, the, there was a trade uh, between the Capitals and uh, the New Jersey Devils is how they ended up getting it. Vitek Vanacek to the New Dirt, uh, excuse me, Vitek Vanacek to the Devils along with their 46th pick in exchange for the Devils 37th and 70th overall pick. Of course, we know the Caps used that 37th pick to select defenseman Ryan Chesley. So a really great option for the Capitals on the blue line in years to come. Again, I, I things are a little bit rough for the Capitals right now. We know that. Uh, sometimes they'll string together a couple wins and then they'll drop a couple. It's just consistency and continuity is something that has eluded the Caps thus far. Uh, Through 16 games this year, he has five points, two goals, three assists. Chesley is expected to play big minutes for Team USA as one of the veterans on the roster. Again, I I have high hopes for Chesley. I see him being on the big team uh, on the Capitals soon, um, sooner than later. Ultimately, when maybe, you know, in in, in a couple years to come here, possibly next season. But we're really hoping uh, to see a lot of this young talent that we've heard about for quite some time make its way to the surface. Because before this year, there was a lot of reluctance uh, for this team to get younger. 
you know, if it was for Barry Trotz, Reardon, or Peter Laviolette, there was reluctance there. Now, with Spencer Carberry at the helm, it seems like things are getting better, but I still think that there is room for improvement so this team can take it to the next level. And, you know, great on Leonard and Chesley for being selected. It speaks volumes of them as that is a prestigious thing for those young players to have happen. Listen, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, your only daily year-round podcast covering the Washington Capitals. And I want to thank all of you that listen on the audio side and watch this on YouTube on a daily basis. You are what makes this show successful, and I have you to thank. When you're done here, head on over to Locked On National's streaming channel, the first of its kind. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first-ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. So once again, I want to thank you for joining me on this edition of Locked On Capitals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Dan Holmey, and I'll talk to you again next time.